0: I am John, Wookiee impersonator and a ladrin warlock with the Warriors of the Stars. Along came Jason, my bearded friend. Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I WANNA MAKE A podcast." Only two others share this secret.
1: I am Chris Visions, I like walks on the beach, sunsets, poodles. What's up everybody? Morphin time.
0: Hi, I'm Recommender. Rob. Oh. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Hi. I'm Mr. Brissabella. Hi. This is Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka Tano. Robbie Amell. What's up, guys? Today, I have special guest, Mike Selinker. You do indeed. working on black science. Bob McLeod, creator of the New Mutants. I've been working for Marvel and DC Comics for the last 40 years. Brian Herbert. About a year ago, I've got a a Twitter site. I couldn't get my own name. Somebody took my name. (laughs) And we have special guests, Gus Lopez. Oh, hey guys, thrilled to be on. Robin Hobb is here. Working on a trilogy called The Fits and the Fool. Libio Raymondelli. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm a big Transformers fan, G1 fan myself. Together, we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Super Awesome Geek Show. I'm John, your host, and today we have Sam Johnson of Geek Girl Comics here. And, uh, yeah, Sam, go ahead and say hello.
1: Hi. Hi, John.
0: It's good to have you back. I'm excited to have you back. It's good to be back. You're becoming like a regular guest on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like, what, It's the fourth time?
1: Is it the fourth? I add it down as at least the third. Yeah. Yeah. Could be, somewhere could there, be. you
0: know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah. Geek girl two of the new, the new series here has just fairly recently come out. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I really liked it. I mean, that ending, it's like the perfect, I don't want to give too much away, but that's like the perfect little cliffhanger to had you right into the, to, yeah. ep- to like issue number three, you know, like episode three, where, uh, the, you know the action is really ramping up. We're going to really get into it. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. As as anyone that's that's read the first miniseries knows, I do. I do like a cliffhanger. Um, and we've got we've got. I'm keeping the surprises coming in this. Now, as someone uh, yourself that's read issue two, there is one element we don't want to discuss because I'm leaving that so that people don't get it until they read it. So we're talking about a <laughs> we're talking about the thing after the first scene, the first scene being uh, the the legal lastness, the guy doing his uh, Terry doing his big sell. So we're talking about what follows immediately after that. I like I'm trying to go out of my way to leave so that readers won't know that's happening until they read it in the book, and to the degree where, um, I mean, I'm really making a big thing of this, this series, because, like, uh, issues one and two are out. You can get them at geekgirlcomics.com, and then issue three is due out towards the end of September, and then October the 1st, we're we're doing a Kickstarter where you'll be able to get all four issues, and I've been really thinking about what's going on the covers, because I really want it to be like you don't see anything coming so i've consciously been working out what to put on the covers so that if you happen to see like issue three or issue four before you've read issue one or two it's not going to spoil anything so this is this is uh, something that I, I really i'm quite into it's quite because uh, you know a lot of times you know things get broadcast you know, three months in advance in previews about what's going to happen. I mean, like, you know, everyone knew Wolverine was going to be dying. Yes. Um, and it's it's nice if you can do it to, and it is quite tricky to do, but if you can do it so that, you know, the first the reader hears about something that's, you know, a, a significant thing and a surprising thing is is when they read it in the page.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's it's something I never really thought of before, but you're absolutely right. A lot of times... You know, the cover will give away what's going to happen. And if you see that you you always do seem to see that cover, especially with the Marvel and DC stuff, you see it three or four months in advance and then you can kind of pick up on what's going to happen in the story just based on that cover.
1: Yeah, so that's, mean, what, a,
0: that's a good idea. Good, good, good for you there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, what you're what you're alluding to, we're not we're not spoiling anything by giving away the cliffhanger of issue two. Basically, the the setup of the second geek girl series is Ruby K, who was the original geek girl, uh, and had. Got these super tech glasses that give her super strength and flight powers, but they're kind of messing with her brain. Initially, they made her super klutzy. She sort of built herself up to be this this big heroine, and she got involved in a climactic battle with this new supervillain, Lightning Storm, who was systematically taking down points of authority and superheroes where they lived in Maine. Uh, so that kind of they it was a, f- a frenzied battle that ended up with Ruby being in a coma. So where we've got in uh, in the second series here, which is it totally works as a jump on everything gets recapped, is we've got her best friend Summer, who kind of pushed her into being geek girl and being a superhero. Uh, she's got the glasses that give the powers, and she's filling in for her. Uh, so the thing you you were talking about on on issue two, the end of issue two, is is yeah, we, we find uh, Summer in a in a particular predicament, and I've I've been very conscious not to put any and i've I've given it a lot of thought because the the obvious thing to put on the cover is this is the big thing that happens in the issue uh and i'm very conscious because we're working on issue three at the moment to not put anything on the cover or the or the variant cover that, that that gives away what what happens
0: yeah 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 it's it's uh you really know how to build up that excitement and get you like, oh, I got to get the next one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's,
1: that's one of the things I, I enjoyed about the first series that, that it had that, that reaction. And, and when we left the first series, we didn't know whether, you know, we ended up with Ruby and lightning storm, both lying on the floor. We didn't know whether Ruby was alive or dead. And I, I was a little dubious about how that one would go down, whether the people would be like, that's too much. Uh, <laughs> But it, it was well received. And, uh, you know, now we're, we're back in. the the second series and and as I say, Ruby starts out in a coma so uh, we're we're not sure where things are going to be going with Ruby but with Summer, Summer is doing her best to try and this is not as I always mention in these interviews, this is not a a legacy hero book now Summer is filling in for Ruby and doing the best she can unfortunately she's not that great at it, The, the, the intro to her in the first issue of the second miniseries sees Summer flying around, looking for crime. There's a bit of a crime wave going on, or quite a big crime wave going on as a result of the damage that Lightning Storm has done to the the Justice Department, effectively. yeah. And uh, she's flying down, trying to knock this, this mugger into a wall, and doesn't quite get the angle right and smashes him through this hardware store window and uh, the hardware store guy is, is more concerned about the damage she's just done and, and uh and how she's gonna pay for it <laughs> than, uh, than catching this mugger.
0: <laughs> yeah it's always good when you do stuff like that because it also brings up the whole thing like you know that that old what was it was it Damage Incorporated? Damage right? Control. Yeah. Damage, <laughs> damage Control. control yeah. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When the Hulk's taken out the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> sending Damage Control.
0: Yes. And they hinted at them in, uh, what was it? It was in that Spider-Man Homecoming movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't they, yeah, didn't they yeah, uh, yeah. do a little mention or something?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was talk of doing a, a TV series. I don't know if that's come to nothing. Uh, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah.
0: I could see it as a Netflix thing. That would be kind I of I could see it. Yeah. yeah. Totally yeah but it's always cool when you bring that stuff up because you always you always look at things and go i actually think the heroes did more damage to the city than the bad guys (laughs) yeah well it's
1: you know i think you know one of the things that that's that i've i've gone for and that has been well received with geek girl is, is 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 real in inverted commas they come across as real people they're not yeah you know UK was not suddenly this this woman of, of steel as soon as she got these powers. It was a real learning curve for her, and, and you know, Summer's having a hard time with it. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's interesting.
0: It really makes sense because, like, like you or I know how to throw a punch, I and mean, we know how much power we're putting into that punch. But if suddenly we got ten times that power, you know what I mean? If you throw a oh, punch the same, the same way... You don't know if it's going to have the same effect on that wall or on the thing that you, the object. You know what I mean? It's you. I think realistically, you wouldn't know the extent of your power wouldn't. or how to even control it or keep your balance or do any of that stuff anymore. You know.
1: Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that, that went down in the first series was at any time Ruby, her friends, apart from some of her, her cool clique were kind of incredulous about the whole superhero thing. And every time she tried to sell them on it and get them to buy into it and believe it, she kind of made a fool of herself. One example was, she was when they were in a restaurant, she kind of lost her shit a bit and tried to pick up this table and kind of, you know, as you said, 10 times stronger than she intended it to. So just send everyone's food flying, which, uh, you know, these girls, they don't, they're not impressed by things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they don't like to be, you know, made to look ridiculous. And but what's going on in the new series, though, is whereas her clique uh, kind of alienated her, they're now Ruby despite being in a coma is is now the kind of heroine of of Maine has saved the city from lightning storms so whereas before they wanted to distance self her, themselves from her now we see them at her her bedside in hospital talking to her while she's in a coma wanting to ingratiate themselves because they want to be part of what's popular and, and you know she's just saved the freaking city yeah
0: yeah it's it's kind of a neat change in those characters but also again another realistic change you see that in real people
1: yeah i mean these these are are basic bitches it's uh (laughs) they're uh yeah they're out for what they can get so if if, if, when they perceive ruby as you know a sort of deluded klutz they didn't want to know now oh oh actually that superhero thing was real she has
0: just saved the city we might want to get back on that. yeah But I also loved like um, another little tidbit with Summer, how you know people sort of treat a little bit like she's like someone in cosplay. I think you even put yeah. that in one of the one of the descriptions. What are you in cosplay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, one because
1: yeah, in issue two when she, there's a new villain, Chromex, who's a kind of quirky. Pseudo street talking robot, and yeah, because the, the the situation there is she's she's taking on this guy. This she, as I said, crime is is rife in the city now because of the damaged lightning storm. Done, and, and Chromex is holding up a gas station, and, and stum, Summer stumbles across him. Uh, she's got the costume on, but she hasn't got the glasses, so uh, Summer doesn't quite click this initially when she's going to confront. Chromex, and as you say, Chromex is like, what? What are you a cosplayer? Because you seem to be missing something. Then she realizes <laughs> she hasn't got the glasses, therefore she hasn't got the powers, which could be a problem. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: I wasn't going to give that part away, Sam. But <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> all right, all right. That's, I, you know, that's that's
1: okay. What I'm talking about is there's certain. Revelations. Yes, yes. Uh, that uh one of which is in issue two that I I need to keep on the on the down low. <laughs> and I've got a, a thing coming up in issue four that hopefully is is just gonna be jaw dropping. Wow.
0: Now are you gonna this is gonna be a four issue mini series, this
1: one too? Four issue mini, yeah. yeah. As I say, um you can get one and two now. Uh at geekycomics.com, uh, comicsology as well. But what we're doing in October, October the first, running throughout the month of October, is Kickstarter, mm. and uh, that will be you'll be able to get three and four there as well. Now, yep. what's what's one of the things that's exciting about this is when I've done a Kickstarter before, it's been just for the collection, so everything was was done and done. But this time issue four will be in the works while that's running. So one of the cool things, which I haven't done before is when you get the, the, the super uh, reward things and, A big part of this series is the League of Larcenists, who are this up-and-coming group of villains who are looking to grow and grow and build and become the the Legion of Larcenists. a bunch of quirky characters. Again, uh, Pighead, who's got half a pig's (laughs) brain sewn into his human brain, uh, is the leader. But yeah, uh, throughout the miniseries, they're kind of on a recruitment drive. And one thing we're going to do in the Kickstarter, uh, because of issue four not already having been finished beforehand, is as a special reward, we're going to do like, you can be one of the legal arsonists. So, Oh wow. Yeah. So in the, in the fourth issue where the league become the legion when they've kind of Build up their ranks. You, we can. There'll be a thing where you can, you can, um, yeah, get that as a reward that you can be one of them. So it won't be because I was always kind of opposed to just doing a sort of like cursory. Oh, you can just appear in one panel. Um, you know, it's it's a bit more. This is a bit more meaty than that. Yeah. You, you, well, the tagline for it is going to be "Get your ass kicked by Geek Girl." <laughs> That's
0: pretty cool. So, yeah. like, like in a sense, it'd be like sort of your likeness. But then, will I, you like, all? Will, will, will they all? Also get to sort of come up with their name or like idea or powers or something well, kind of B- thing. B- or B- the
1: the thing is, what we're going to have in the in issue four is they they're not they're not super powered anyway. They've got like the thing about the legal license is that they've got super tech, um, so they've got like kick ass like cable type guns and they've got a right. teleporter and, and stuff. So basically, what's going to go down in the fourth issue is going to be the climactic battle. So it'll be a big battle. And and you would be involved in in that battle. You would be, to all intents and purposes, a civilian, but part of these, part of this crew. So as I say, don't expect to be beating Geek Girl. You're going to get your ass kicked by Geek Girl. (laughs) If that's the kind of thing that appeals to you, that might be something (laughs) you want to look at.
0: It's still pretty cool. I mean, you're going to be in a comic. That's cool. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, and what what we'll do is we'll get the you know whoever whoever. goes for those rewards and they're sending us like three pictures for Carlos to use as reference and yeah. uh, do it like that.
0: And then of course you're going to be leaving us with a, like you said, you've got this big thing going on. So you'll be leaving us with a uh, question for the next series, right? Yeah. I think
1: I'm, <laughs> Thing I'm alluding to is not exactly. It's not. I'm not saying this is the final moment of the mini series. Whereas at the end of the last one, we were really, really left on on the cliffhanger with with what happened to Ruby. But there's there's a moment in it that I I, you, I could guarantee you no one is going to see coming, and I'm I'm really pleased with. Uh, but yes, we have got things going on uh, coming in, in in issue three that will start setting up the third series johnny carlisle who's this kind of a power broker of somewhat dubious morality is going to come into play we bring back nina dante who was in uh, the first mini series yep. had a bit of a throwdown with ruby and she wants to, she's like an old girl who's got like an online following and and uh, her, her video is, is of her fighting geek girl um has proved popular and her fans are demanding a rematch. So she's she's she comes back into it a little bit in issue two, but in issue three, she's on a kind of mission to get to power up so that she can uh she can really give geek girl a run for her money and and get a new video so she she can get more (laughs) hits and money uh and uh that's where this johnny carlisle comes in who's a character i i created some time ago and i've been waiting to bring into my my comics universe and and a, a a a uh, an interesting gray area operating character who, who on, the, his, on the surface comes across as very sort of light and carefree but um he's into some some dodgy shit <laughs> that'll
0: be cool that'll be cool yeah I, I keep thinking what's going through my head with your your legion of larcenist is like it's kind of like a uh a non-powered legion of doom yeah
1: yeah i mean the the thing that gives them the edge is they've got this this super kick-ass tech. I mean, in the first issue, I mean, running bank jobs is their the kind of main MO, and like, in the first issue, they there was, there was a, a deleted scene uh, where basically they go into the bank, the tellers pull the shutters down, that's still in there, but there was a bit where they're like, we're gonna, this is still in there as well, we're gonna kill everyone in here if you don't put those shutters back up, the tellers put the shutters back up, but a bit that I, I cut out was Pighead saying you've just saved yourself a lot of Shit, there because our tech could blow the hell out of your shutters anyway. So they've <laughs> got real, you know, they've got real power, firepower, and also when they leave, they've got this teleportation thing which they can use as their sort of getaway once they're uh, make off with the loot. So they're they're yeah, pretty, pretty, well, they certainly want to be a slick operation. There there is there's a, a bit of um. <sighs> conflict within the ranks A guy terry who who i we mentioned is has a big part at the beginning of issue two is uh whereas pighead and and co they're kind of all in terry's a bit non-committal he doesn't live in maine he's got a wife and a baby you know he's, he's a little unsure and this doesn't go down with pighead pighead wants everyone to be all in and uh they clash a bit and he rubs Pigger up up the wrong way. And Pigger's a bit aggressive. And when Pigger's assigning uh code names for them, uh, the newbies and, uh, they, they can't really think of anything for, for, uh, Terry because it basically, they're handing out masks, which mask will fit you. And they're looking at like a Terminator, a Hulk Hogan. That don't seem to fit you, Terry. Uh, I don't know what to call you. So some other guy said, well, the guy was telling me the other day that his wife made him have a mastectomy. Oh, his wife made him have a vasectomy. Okay. You're numb nuts, Terry. Enjoy. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah I loved that box of masks I I caught the um Hulk Hogan in there I thought that was funny yeah,
1: yeah, well, yeah. We've got, <laughs> we've got one of them done up as the princess out of uh, Frozen. Yep. Uh, we've got one as Mongo out of Blazing Saddles. For those who who uh, have, have fond recollections as a, as I do of that, and uh, yeah, I say it's they're a quirky they're a quirky bunch, and there's some good uh, good character stuff going on there. And I say this internal conflict, and Chromex is is going to be joining the mix, and. Uh, He's or he or it—I should refer to it—has <laughs> its own agenda as well. So there's, though, this team is strong. Though there's, you know, there's there's enemies within. Yeah, like
0: people are working their own angles in a sense. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So this, uh, going—I want to go back to the Kickstarter real quick. I had one more question with it. Are you going to do them as fo- like when you, when you get that Kickstarter? Set of four. Is it going to be each four individual, or are you going to do like a graphic novel kind of thing? Well,
1: we we'll get this is going to be for the four, um, and then we'll there'll be one for the collection uh, sometime next year. Okay, this is I see. Or, and you'll you'll be able to get uh, volume one on there as well. You can I mean you can still get volume one uh, lightning strikes at Amazon, but that'll be on there. And we'll be doing all the you know the, the bells and whistles, the limited variants. We've got a, a, a new artist, uh, Eric Hartman, who's the not Eric Cartman, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not Eric Cartman, Eric Hartman, who's the uh, who's done a beautiful painted uh, limited variant for issue four and then um, Manuel Bracci, I'm never sure I'm pronouncing it correctly, I think I believe it's Bracky has done uh, limited variants for issue one and two, which are great. One of the first if first one is like it's it's a uh, Summer and Ruby taking a selfie, but it's on Ruby's <laughs> phone that got cracked in the battle with lightning storm. So it's got this cracked screen, which kind of you know gives you a, 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 the feel of where things are with them. Um, and he's working on on uh, one for ish, a limited variant for issue three as well. So so we've we've got new variant cover artists, and and we've got the same main creative team, Carlos Grander on, on Art, Sean and Zhao, Carlos for McLaren on Letters, which is great to, you know, have all that carried over and that they're all, you know, as into it as as hopefully as, as I am and Joe working on it and doing a great job. I mean Carlos has has just sent me a, a bunch of uh, layouts, well the, the rest of the layouts for issue three today and this and you know, he's really like the angles and everything and the, the facial expressions, he's 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 hitting it.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I really like his artwork. There was a couple of panels especially that really grabbed me, um, especially from issue number two. Like I mean I guess I it's just I love the one where Summer's flying over the city. I um I can't remember what page it was probably halfway through the book. Yeah, and then, I think, and then you've yeah. and then when you when you bring out um you're, uh the character at the gas station there chrome what was his name again chromex Cro- Cro- yeah. yeah you know like um shortly after he comes out there's that close-up of him with his is that a voice box his eye or whatever that is
1: yeah he's got like a voice box Mad yeah
0: thing. yeah and I just I don't know there's something about that imagery when you get in close that like that and do that it just I really like it I don't know
1: yeah, no it's it's it has got a quite uh, unusual look and I that that's Carlos I I basically just you know said he's a robot and Carlos made him this you know quite peculiar looking one which
0: which Oh, so he kind it, of designed the character in a sense? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely no, cool.
1: Yeah, and um, the look he's given is a nice fit for his quite peculiar character. As I say, he has this sort of slightly strange pseudo street way of talking, uh, <laughs> like I'll, I'll bust you up and this kind yeah. of thing, which is <laughs> yeah. not the kind of thing your robots tend to, <laughs> to, to to come out with. Uh, so yeah, fun character and and one that's going to uh, develop as the the series progresses.
0: Yeah, I just really—I was—I pulled it up real quick and I was going through it, like just looking at a couple of my favorite images, you know.
1: And yeah. Yeah, I well, that—that's another good. Um, the, the, the limited variant is uh, Summer and Chromax by by Manuel, and that's a, a, one of my favorite covers as well. It's really nice, and the coloring is beautiful. He's colored it himself. Um, looking forward to seeing what he does on the, the one for three. But he's a he's a nice nice addition to the creative team.
0: Cool. Yeah. And I got to say, I do, I do love pig face. He's kind of a, that, that whole idea of having half a pig brain. <laughs> yeah. That's just kind of a, that's, it's something I would never would have thought of, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, that's another thing with Terry kind of puts his foot in it when uh, they're talking about code names and he thinks pig heads, Pighead's actual name, and he's like, "What?" And Terry's like, "Well, you do have, you know, half a pig's head." <laughs> and figure's uh, got kind of, a, so he's pretty aggressive and has a bit of a chip on his shoulder, as as one might if one walked around with half a pig's head. So he's quite uh, quite uh, quick to uh, verbally slap poor old Terry, aka Numb down.
0: <laughs> I just think it's, it's a very like, um, what do you call it? Like, a it's sort of di- an Island of Dr. Moreau in a sense, you know?
1: Yeah. 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 It's, yeah there's there's something. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I got, I've got ideas to sort of get into what exactly, I mean, I've, this is the, the thing I, I, I'm not quite sure what I said about the, this, the Johnny Carlisle element, um, kind of facilitates yeah i i I kind of alluded to this kind of facilitates what's coming next uh and i've got yeah a lot of ideas um which i can't talk about yeah of
0: course we don't want to give it all away
1: but i the the intention as well with this kickstarter is my intention has always been that after the first two mini series that the audience will be big enough uh to warrant the third being an ongoing. So that is, that is my aim. And, and with this Kickstarter, I'm, I'm devoting full time to it. And, um, we're really going to put a lot into it. And, uh, as I say, we've got, we've got some cool stuff in there, like the, the legal arsonist thing I mentioned. Uh, so hopefully this is going to, uh, take us to the, the level where we can, uh, make the third one ongoing.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And then, Will you also have like variants that are only available in the Kickstarter, like variant yeah, cover yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, there's there's one uh, a legal arsonist one, which is is going to be uh, Kickstarter exclusive. It's not radically different to um, what the cover of issue two is, but it's 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 a bit different, and it's going to be limited to like 100 copies. So that's quite a good, super super limited uh, yeah. edition. Uh, yeah, but I mean, a lot of what's going to be in there is, is still at the planning stage. At the moment, I am working full time on, on coming up with ideas, building up, researching Kickstarter and, and everything ahead of the October the 1st launch of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, a good if you want to get on it and get previews of what's coming up, if you go to geekgirlcomics.com. And sign up to the the Geek Gun mailing list. That's where you'll be getting all all news and previews of what'll be coming up in the Kickstarter. And you also get the free um, whatever happened to Ruby K digital comic, which which sets you right up for the second series. So if you haven't read the first, you can go straight into the second from reading that. So it's all all worth joining up for.
0: Yeah, I always enjoy getting those emails. I think that's great. I get them both on the Geek Show and my personal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, the lucky kid, you get to enjoy it
0: all over again. <laughs> well, you know, I know, I'm sure not to miss it, depending on which you no, I look at. That's you know, good, that's good. Yeah, maybe everyone should do that. Just to be set. Uh, That's funny. But um, yeah, I was gonna. Well, what was it? I just, I thought of something and it just like escaped my brain. Here, hold on. Damn it.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't think that's coming back, John. Maybe maybe put that on the on the subconscious. Yes, yeah, so it'll if it'll it it'll precepts. work its way back
0: to the top. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh but yeah, uh, the the other thing to say about it is, um is as I say, Nina Dan anyone that enjoyed uh her in issue two of the first mini series, we've got quite a I don't want to say shocking, but things really go to the next level in issue three because this, this is kind of where my, my head's at the moment is issue three because that's what i've been working on today Carlos has just sent in all the rust and whereas she you know she came across as maybe a little little unhinged in in the first mini series <laughs> she's going to come across more unhinged in this one because she's going to get this new power and uh it's kind of the result of a an experiment or drug, so we're not quite sure what this is doing to it. Again, courtesy of Mister Jubilee Moria, uh morally dubious Johnny Carlisle, and uh, yeah, we're going to see a, 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 a quite a, a dark side to uh, to Nina with that in the in the bag.
0: Yeah, I've always had a feeling that, I mean, I, I guess it's what you really alluded to in the first one is that she's not someone. That you know, she's she's crafty. She's got this negative side to her that uh, you don't always trust. Everything that's gonna come out of this girl, and yeah, um, you're always yeah. looking at her with a slight eye. You know, like, uh, what do you what are you up to? You know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, she's and she likes to you know go go large as it were like she's she's an old girl but she's gone one further than you know the tats and the piercings and she's got a cybernetic eye yeah uh, and this causes a bit of sort of jealousy and resentment within her her friends um but she's kind of like i don't give a fuck this is what i'm doing if you don't like it do one
0: <laughs> but yeah it was cool seeing her come back you know i i it makes you really it's just enough to make you go oh what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah. And it, something really does happen. In issue three.
0: <laughs> but uh, I know what I was going to say. I popped into oh. my mind again. Cause you're saying how much you, how much time you spend on all these and how right now your brain is really focused on issue three. And mm. it, it got me thinking like, like, are you so absorbed by this right now as a creator that do you have time? Do you, do you take the time or do you have the time where you get into other things, like do you still get yourself out to the movies? Do you still get to watch certain things on Netflix and stuff, or are you just so absorbed with this right now that you're just one hundred percent focused into this that you don't really check out other things while you're on it, you know, and catch up in in between, you
1: know? No, I, I, um, I, I, I do. I mean, the the thing is, is like ordinarily, I've got, I, I work like a, a call center day job um and then do that part-time and then do the comics but this time as as with last time i I ran the kickstarter i've been able to the timing has been such where i'm able to devote full-time to it so i'm doing this you know full-time in terms of you know working hours and then i i can switch off after that i mean you don't you know I, i think anything much as i love it if you do too much of a good thing you know it's you need you need to have a break so yeah yeah, no i'm i'm uh i'm uh, i'm keeping up with the netflix i saw the first uh disenchantment so yeah i'm down with the kids
0: okay yeah I've, i've started disenchantment i'm uh i think i'm about halfway through it i really liked that it was good
1: yeah, it's not. It's not really my. I'm not the sort of sword and sorcery person. Uh, I'd say uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't know if it's if it's gonna. be, I mean, if we're talking Netflix, I'm more your Jessica Jones area. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the first one.
0: I really liked the Voltron stuff too. I thought that was really good. I don't know if see, you're into Voltron, but no, that's that's kind of outside
1: <laughs> of my my wheelhouse. But uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, Jessica Jones, I love.
0: Yeah, I, I still have to see the. Um, I'm still behind on my, my Marvel stuff on there. I got to see the. Was it Luke Cage? They just had the second season, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's good as well. And and yeah, they're, they're keeping them coming. I, th- I think they just wrapped. Uh, filming Punisher season two, and we've got Iron Fist season two, and coming in September, which they really seem to be putting a, a lot into. too you know, because it was it, it wasn't brilliantly received. There was there was a number of criticisms of it, and they really seem to be going for trying to you know retool this and make this the, the Iron Fist that people want. So uh, I've got high hopes for that. And I haven't I've only just started the the Luke Cage season two, but I understand the Iron Fist kind of there's a big improvement in the Iron Fist we see in that versus what we've seen previously. Interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've got to catch up on that one. But And Jessica's already had her two seasons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. So it went Jessica, Luke, and then it'll go. I Yeah, Iron Fist is in September. And then we've got yeah, And then Daredevil's getting a third, right? Yeah,
1: Daredevil, yeah. And they're bringing Bullseye into it.
0: Yep, that's right and then they're going to do the uh, Punisher one that's cuz started filming that one right
1: yeah oh no that's one that they've wrapped they've wrapped on that oh they just they kept, wrapped it okay keeping okay. them okay. coming yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: wow, yeah and they it's, really are it's good are.
1: stuff you know the only the only one, I didn't I didn't really bother with Amphis but the only one that I have watched that I didn't write was uh Defenders and I think they've decided they're just going to leave it there and and just do them individually because you've still got the crossover element I mean, of course really, yeah absolutely you have like you've got misty knight's going to be in iron fist so uh it's it's a great it's a great little sort of sub universe they created there i really really like it
0: the one thing i did wonder though is like in the in the earlier uh seasons they at least mentioned things that happened in the mcu yeah and then i just wondered like ooh, what's the snap did you saw infinity war right did you see it
1: yeah. yeah yeah so
0: i was like what's the snap gonna do to the small on the street universe that's in netflix i wonder if it's gonna if they're gonna have any mention of it at all or just kind of glaze over yeah. it and not not go yeah. forward with that you know
1: yeah i don't know i mean i could see that being more like uh agents of shield Area. Yes, of course. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that, if they do sort of reference that, that's quite a big deal. <laughs> They're going to acknowledge the fact that half of the <laughs> population is wiped out. Uh, so it may be that we find that the, <clears throat> the Netflix series take place before and after Infinity there War. There you go. That's yeah, a, yeah, 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 I think that's... I, that's that's the way I, I would do it because I say I don't know quite how. They're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna get into that one if they do touch it
0: it could affect too much of their storyline stuff well
1: yeah i mean you could yeah i mean if you if you wanted to you could that could totally fuck everything up basically (laughs) wipe out half of the cast yeah yeah uh but no they they tend to only do sort of cursory nods to uh that's what i think they've done in the past yeah Yeah. so I, i think they'll they'll leave that one
0: that's cool
1: there was some talk of those characters being in uh, Infinity War back in the day. I don't know if there's any plans for them being in, in the next one, but I think possibly they had to limit the amount of characters because there was already an absolute ton and they and they did a good job of giving them all, you know, s- screen time. So I think if you'd pushed many more in there, it would have been a bit unmanageable.
0: Yeah. And the other thing too is you got to think about all the people who just go to those films that might not have ever seen the Netflix stuff. And yeah, you don't want to have to spend too much time on, uh, Telling everyone who this guy is, you know? Yeah. And I think as well, like, you know, the, the, this,
1: it's been said that Marvel, the Marvel Knights line, which was kind of street level, kind of inspired the, the Netflix. And it does have that street level feel. It's, you know, like Jessica Jones it yeah. kind of turns her nose up at the whole tights and capes thing. And, and, you know, Luke is very much, you know, in, in his, in his hood. Um, so yeah, I I think it, it's kind of best separate. I mean, I'd like to see you know some something where they could cross over, but I don't think Infinity War would be the best vehicle.
0: No, no, I, I kind of agree. I think going the other way might even be something better. Like it, I can see like Spider Man popping into one of the Netflix shows, you know? Like yeah, I mean, bring, that- bring them from the movies down to the to the to the Netflix shows rather than going the other way, you know?
1: Yeah, cause yeah, I mean that that would make you know that episode a real like event. That would be quite quite cool. But yeah. again, there is there is a quite a you know the, the the Netflix characters they all fit well together, and the Marvel Universe characters, Marvel Cinema Universes, fit well together. And there is a you know the sort of campness and and garishness of the the films is yeah. in quite strong contrast to to what you see in on the TV shows.
0: Yeah. But um, I I just keep thinking like uh, they need to do like a Moon Knight,
1: you know. Well, they they keep talking about this. There was apparently some some idea of having Moon Knight in the new Iron Fist series, which which isn't happening. Oh. But yeah, Moon Knight would be would be great. I think. I mean, I've, I'm I'm a fan of Moon Knight, and the whole you know the sort of multiple personalities angle could be really interesting. I think that's there. That could be a, a great great fit within that as a sub-universe that they've created i'd really like to see it and i know the idea has been kicked around
0: yeah i just i just think that um i've always thought he was an interesting character and i never thought that the comics have quite given him enough time like i always feel like that the series that he's in seems to always end too soon (laughs) yeah do you hear Um, what i am trying to say there you know like uh, (laughs) yeah i
1: think it's it's a tricky character um and like the the last one i i will be getting the the current series in trades but the last one i followed uh as a monthly was the the jeff lemire thing which was basically one arc where he was in like an asylum and, and you weren't sure what what was in his head and what was real and um and that was just one story so that was seemingly was just designed to be one story that that would end so it is it is ongoing at at the moment and i'll I'll certainly be checking it out but yeah it's i say that the mental thing is is kind of it's in some ways it's because you know it's inevitable to to make the comparison to batman but i think that's quite a sort of superficial comparison, and I think that the yeah. schizophrenia thing is really what what is the most unique thing about um, Moon Knight, and how far you go with this can it works to differing degrees like when brian michael bendis did it and he, he was kind of like adding his head that he was also i don't know he, i thought he was like surround he, he had like a spider-man wolverine and captain america is like his entourage so he was <laughs> he was going into battle with with their aid but it was only actually him, him yeah so that's like that's quite a tricky one to pull off because if it is only him and he thinks you know he's got these fighting by his side how does that quite work and that how is he just not getting his ass kicked? Which, you know, often, <laughs> oftentimes he, he was, uh, but, uh, the, the Jeff Lemire thing I, I would, I'd recommend that that was, that was something, uh, and the artwork, uh, the name of the artist eludes me at the moment, but beautiful. Um, like there was a, the, the sort of pyramids and in, it was like the pyramids in, in New York kind of thing. Yeah. It just had a great feel, like a real sort of ethereal type. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, possibly, like it, it, kind of went on longer than it needed to. Um, but the first issues of it are, are absolutely great.
0: Yeah. Well, of course, sometimes you got to think about too that, like, you know, there's so many characters both in Marvel and DC that it's like not every one of them can get their full-on ongoing series all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's just the. The people who are buying these comics, when they go to a Marvel or a DC, they tend to lean towards some of those main characters and... People don't have infinite pocketbooks. They can't.
1: <laughs> no, no, especially if you know you're you're an X Men fan and you've got to buy twenty five <laughs> X Men books a month. Although that does uh, seem
0: to have uh,
1: that. To be fair, that is not it, really so much the case anymore. anymore. Yeah, that they've was back have, in the day. Yeah. Um, now it, I think X Men is is a more affordable uh, franchise.
0: Yeah, and they've all like. A lot of them have kind of rebooted just in the last few months. Like they brought back Fantastic Four. I think yeah. Sp- Spider Man started over at number one, you know? So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, the, the Fantastic Four is is something I'm I'm really looking forward to. I haven't read it yet because I'm following Marvel Two and One, and the point that's got to is it hasn't. There's like at least another issue before it gets to the point where the FF come back. So I'm holding back on reading it. Um, but I'm excited for that Dan Slott writing it. And um, yeah, that Marvel Two and One book is is my current favorite book. And I was never that big of a an FF fan, but the 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 Johnny and and uh, Ben, dynamic is great in it, and it is. You know, even even though it, obviously we know the Fantastic Four are coming back, you can't really work out what what where this book is going. It it keeps mm. it keeps you on your toes, and it's it's really enjoyable book um and doctor doom has has played a a a nice role in it as well um so that's that's an, yeah. yes so i i recommend that that's that's my favorite
0: yeah i always liked those kind of things in the past like um the marvel 2 and ones or the team ups things like that and uh but this time around i di- i didn't i wasn't grabbing it and i really barely looked at it um but yeah now i'm i'm intrigued cuz i've got the fantastic 4 number 1 in my pile over there to read. Right. I just haven't got to it yet. Same as right. you. But, um, now you've got me really intrigued about the two and one. I might like go back and find trades or something or. Yeah. <laughs> I find mean, them it's all only, on, you know, on digital. About,
1: yeah. It's, it's worth it. There's only been about eight issues and it's got, it's got a really, a, a really kind of unique feel to it because in, in it, like the thing is kind of, knows quote-unquote even though they're not dead that the that you know the rest of the family are he believes them to be dead and he believes he's got proof of that and Johnny's having a hard time he's, he's kind of depressed so the, the kind of setup of it is um there's this device that Reed Richards has left where they kind of uh, explore the multiverse and Johnny does not have the you know quote-unquote knowledge that the thing has so the thing is is going on Uh, taking human storm on this journey through the, the multiverse to try and find the rest of their family while actually believing that they're dead, which Johnny does not. So he's kind of doing it to prop Johnny up because Johnny's losing his powers. He's depressed. And Ben doesn't want to, you know, give him another reason not to get out of bed. So it's got that undertone to it, which is nice. And then wow. you've got, you know, Dr. Doom in his, in his new role as a hero. Uh, so it's it's re- and there's, there's another character in it as well, who's who's kind of helping facilitate their sort of dimension hopping, but she's got her own agenda as well. She's got like a sister that's, that's in a coma, and she's trying to find a, a, a solution to, to that. So it's it's a it's a cool book. I I really recommend that.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. It's just with with me, I um, I I just have a limited number that I can buy every month, and uh, well,
1: as as do we all, yeah. Yeah,
0: and I'm still I'm I'm I've been so hooked on like Saga and Black Science and the book Low and a few of these other ones that it's just um some of those I'd ever added to my list because i'm just like oh i've been so enjoying these other things and there's a lot of them that i know are going to come to an end like i know saga has a definite ending that they planned right and uh, so does black science i think there's a definite ending that that rick remender has planned and uh so i'm like all right i'm not going to give another book until i know until those have hit their end which i think if i remember right if saga didn't already end with that last issue I picked up, it's going to be one or two later, you know? So that's almost done, you know? And then, uh, and, but what, but when that happens, that's when I add something else to my list. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You can only go so far.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah. The the financial constraints of the, the comics habit.
0: Yeah. Especially when like, I mean, Sam, I don't know if you knew this, but for pretty much the most of the last year, I didn't really have a job. I was just um, doing some eBay sales here and there and doing things like this. And, and, uh, you know, so I was really constrained, but now it's kind of opened up because I got a, I really lucked out here. I got a job working for Lego and I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a oh, brand wow. I'm a brand merchandiser for Lego, so I build those sets oh. and put up those displays you see in the windows and things. And uh, nice. yeah, it's really been uh, it's been a great job. I mean, to, <laughs> you get to play yeah. with Lego and get paid for it. Well, that, that's <laughs> that's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> you know. So. But yeah, I
1: mean one one thing I found about um, monthly comics, I do tend to get a lot in in trades now. But I I think part of the the, the Appeal of comics is having that monthly thing and and being, you know when something something's going down when there's something big happening that you're you're on it at the time rather than reading about it months after and that's partly why i didn't go trade with marvel two and one because i say you don't really know what's going on with this where it's going to go and it's it's fun to be on the ride as it as it progresses the next one i'm planning on doing that with is i i was i i loved um the superior spider-man and That's going to be coming back as a superior octopus, which is a bad name. I don't know why they don't switch him back to Dr. Octopus. (laughs) He can still be superior. Yeah. But from what I've heard about that, um, that's going to be quite quite a, a roller coaster as well. So that's something I definitely want to be on, you know. When it comes out rather than reading it six issues together six yeah. months later.
0: Well, that's what I, that's what I, that's kind of how I feel now about the two in one with you telling me how this sort of leads up to Fantastic Four. Mm. It's like, oh, I feel like I've been missing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I right. say it's, it's, it's not too late to
1: get on it. I, I yeah. know it'd, be, it'd be worth your, your time.
0: Yeah. But you're um... welcome,
1: Chips dusky You're welcome. <laughs> oh,
0: that's great. But yeah, let's go back to your stuff here with Geek Girl. Um, so of course there's there's geekgirl.com. You've got the Kickstarter coming up. You've got um, let's see you can follow Ruby K herself on Twitter, right? Well,
1: it's it's not it's not like a character <laughs> Yeah. It. Yeah. It's just that uh, yeah, it's it's a Geek Girl Comics is is what you're following. But yeah, there's there's Ruby K, you can follow me. I'm D.A. Sam Johnson, Das Sam Johnson, because I'm down with the kids. Uh, there's a Geek Girl group on Facebook. Um, but yeah, the best thing to get on is is geekgirlcomics.com. Sign up to the mailing list. You'll get all kinds of... Oh, and, and there's going to be an exclusive offer for, for the, the first day of the Kickstarter, which will only be available on that day. Um, so there's a link. If you're on the mailing list, you'll get a link to follow me on, on Kickstarter, and you'll be able to unlock as they say that so uh yeah cool cool things coming i'm I'm excited for it and you know excited for for what's going on with geek girl and as i say pleased that i'm managing to to keep things you know that people aren't seeing what's coming
0: yeah and i and i, and I gotta say i just love the cliffhangers i love those little bits you put in there that yeah like you're saying that keep you wanting to read and go into the next one
1: yeah well that to me again is, is part of what I, what i love about comics it's the old stanley you know ethos (laughs) yeah and
0: uh and and um and yeah trying to just keep all that i just really liked your comment earlier about the covers and how much you think about all that and sort of not giving away anything in the cover but yet still have something eye-catching and dynamic that makes you want to read that issue you know
1: yeah i mean a cover i really like is that is the one for issue two which is like the, the what's now the current lineup of legal larcenists or lined up with their masks and weapons and and ting and uh, yeah it's, uh, it's 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 good it's cool
0: yeah the league of larcenists rising well cool Sam. I, I wanna just say thanks a lot for joining me again. I really appreciate this.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, it's always cool to talk to you. Maybe uh after the Kickstarter we can catch up and see how that all went, you know, or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, cool. <laughs> and uh yeah, as I say all being well. If if I pull it off to the degree I want to, then that will be hopefully the third series ongoing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that'll be really good for you. I'm really looking forward to that. That would yeah. be uh just, a, a, you know, everyone who's doing comics wants to get to an ongoing thing, and I, I really hope that happens for you. I think it's a great, you know, great thing to push for and a good thing if you can yeah. get it
1: going. Yeah, and, I'm, and I've got, you know, so many ideas of, of what I want to do with this and, and exploring the – like, one of the things I, I really – I'm proud of in the first issue of, of the second miniseries is, you know, Ruby is out of commission and it gives the other ch- the characters more time in the spotlight. And I, I've I, it's a really, it's been very well received and I'm, I'm very pleased with it. So I think it's, it kind of shows that like, you know, we've, we've really created a universe here that it can, you know, you can, you can have an issue where you haven't got the, the main, the main character doesn't get a line. Yeah.
0: Well that's the thing. I mean, I just like that you're you've built this whole universe. You've got all these different characters in there, and now you've yeah, like you said, you've got each one able to have their spotlight and we get to explore them as the readers. We get to follow along and explore these characters doing things that we didn't expect, you know?
1: Yeah, and I think you know, Summer though though she's not the most adept as a superhero, I think she's very lovable in the role. I think people already yeah. are, are, have, have, you know, she's endeared herself to them, and and the the arc I've got going there is it reaches a what I feel is a really satisfying conclusion. Yeah,
0: well, and it, and it reaches a climatic point too. <laughs> well as as we've as we've alluded to and still managed to not give away the spoiler that's a pretty yes, good go. yes. <laughs> and uh the other thing too though is that like it lets you it sort of pulls you in and draws you into a thing where like you know like with certain things that might happen you're just kind of like oh i don't want to lose this aspect of her also you know what i mean like you want like like in in a case like Summer, you want to be able to see both aspects of her character, you know? Yeah, I mean,
1: a, a, a trying really of,
0: hard not to give anything away, but still, yeah, express yeah, well,
1: <laughs> without giving anything away, um, you know, the the relationship. Of Ruby and Summer has has always been at the heart of the series and even even when Ruby is out of commission that's still sort of burning bright in that Summer is you know carrying the torch for her Um, and and there's a sense of you know responsibility there because I say Summer pushed Ruby into being a superhero Ruby probably wouldn't have come up with that idea of of her own bat, but Summer, being into, like, superheroes and comics and stuff, came up with that, and now, yeah. as a result, she's in a coma. So uh, Summer had uh, better keep that house. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I just love that aspect of her and how she's doing that. It's just so cool.
1: Yeah, and she's got Pitbull as well, for the jocks. That's right, take, yes, yes, take yes. Taking her under his wing, uh, <laughs> a bit of mentoring, and a bit of verbal abuse. So it's all good.
0: <laughs> well, all right, Sam, thanks a lot for joining me. I really, I'm really, i really happy you came by again. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep in touch and see where this journey takes us, right? Yes, indeed. I really wish you luck on the Kickstarter, and uh, yeah, it's of course when that when that when that hits and we get the email, we'll be sure to, you know, retweet all your stuff about it and put it up on Twitter for you and get things going. All right. So, yeah, all right. we'll we we'll always do whatever we can, you know. Absolutely, absolutely <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah. All right, Sam. Have a good night. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us. Cheers, John. All right. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Roll out! Oh, Hey, you've been listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show podcast. Find us on Twitter at Awesome Geek Show. And as always, thanks a lot for tagging along. Live long and prosper. May the force be with you. And we'll see you next time on the Super Awesome Geek Show. yo Joe!